0: episode 63 of the Inside Jogging Podcast. Thanks for listening to us for another week. We appreciate your support and joining us for another 60 minutes or so this week. As always, big week coming up. Yeah, with news from the European cross-country trials in Liverpool and a crazy deep 10,000 metre race in Japan. We'll do all the usual segments with some training weeks that resulted in a 5k time trial for myself and some sort of half marathon in Paris apparently for, for Josh. But before we do all of that, in a week that saw scientists announce that the inner structure of stars were a bit like chocolate pralines, thanks to their soft centre. Um, let me welcome you to the show a man who used to be coached by a guy who was in love with a chocolate praline, and many actually say that this man has a very soft inner core. So, how's life back in the UK, Joshua?
1: Yeah, all good. I've uh, I've literally walked through the door. Oh, I need to close my WhatsApp. He's still I've got WhatsApp messages firing through. Yeah, 30 seconds before we started recording. So dedicated to the cause.
0: Right. <laughs> let me welcome our co host this evening. Whereas many might say a dog always looks like his owner, let me introduce the man who is the opposite of that and looks exactly like his dog. How do think, Shane?
2: <laughs> I'll take that. My dog's got loads of hair. So, and he's ginger. So just,
0: just before we hit record, I heard Shane's dog nibbling at his feet and he's put it in his place. Where's Copper now?
2: He's uh just to my left on his bed, looking looking at me, feeling pretty sorry for himself. Okay, good, good. So
0: I think there's only one place to start this week for our trainer weeks. We might as well get the man who's very excited this evening and it's sort of been unbearable in WhatsApp for the last twenty four hours. Josh, talk us through your trainer week.
1: You say unbearable. I have been travelling
0: As soon as as Josh has a good race, or even an average race, his whole running life plan is put out. is He's entering half marathons two years into the future. He's running sixty two minutes
1: next week. Both true. Um, right, my week. So Monday morning. So last week, actually, um, bit of context. I was actually off work all week, which is quite nice. So. I didn't get up early one day really. Well, what I didn't get up early to run one day. Um so that so Monday um I did eight miles. Very, very wet. Uh and it's just six thirty-eight to start I actually thought I was running like eight minute miling for the first mile. I was pleasantly surprised it wasn't actually that bad. Um yeah, that was that. Uh Tuesday, um I was going to do the session in the morning, um, but for some reason, I can't really remember why I did not um, but I ended up doing it on the track in the evening because the park, basically, the Butte Park is now Cardiff Winter Wonderland, so you can't do mile reps around there. You can only do K reps. Bit of a nightmare, really. Um, so I went to the track, and I annoyingly forgot my shorts, so I ended up doing um my session in tights and boxes which i never run in boxes and i don't know how anyone does they're the most uncomfortable thing in the world so that was interesting in itself um the session was four by a mile so i just did four by 1600 um and it was 60 second just drug recovery so the reps were 453 54 52 52 um so yeah i felt right um the first lap was generally probably one second quicker. Um, and that's pretty much like the first 100 just getting going Um, and then just did three mile warm up three mile warm down then Wednesday morning I went out with um, some of the guys from Cardiff Met Uni and uh, I'm not being funny this was like the first start of this was a Shane run it was the most uncomfortable running pace I've done in a very long time and I think we, we were averaging like 7.30s, two miles in. And I said to them, I was like, I can't run this pace. Um, so I was sort of 2, 3, 10 stepping them. But after about six miles, they went a different way. So there was me and another guy. Uh, yeah, so sort of naturally got a bit quicker. And actually, my last half a mile, I know you're going to say it before, so I'm going to get in there first. I did have a really, really good following wind. And I think I was running like 5.45 pace. Which did get the average back under seven. So I've kept my streak going. I haven't run a seven-minute mile run for a while. Um so yeah, so in the end it was seven point four miles, average six fifty-eight. Um then Thursday, I didn't really have any doubles last week. Um Thursday I just had three by three minutes as my session. Um so what well, yeah, did that in the morning as well, did three mile warm-up, three mile warm down. And it was really, really windy. Um, and where I did it, I did two two reps straight into the wind, one rep with the wind, sensibly. Um, so that was 4.45 pace and 4.49, 4.49. And that felt pretty hard, to be honest. Like, if you said to me, could you run 5K at that pace? I would say no. Um, but yeah, I think, obviously, with the wind, it made it a little bit trickier, but... Yeah, that was that, and then when oh, sorry, Friday morning I ran with uh, Ethan, it's an American lad at uni here, and we did six miles, six forty sevens. It was pretty pretty chill. I did some drills afterwards, um, but I, I didn't bother doing any strides. Um, so yeah, so this brings me to uh, going to France. So I didn't look at the um the tra- trains until. Friday evening, because didn't really think it would be an issue. And when I checked them, there was train strikes all Saturday from Cardiff. So there was not one train to London. So I was getting the Eurostar from London. And then I was panicking. This was about half past ten at night. I was like, shit, I actually don't know how to get there. And I was thinking, I messaged you guys and Aaron said sort of fly, which I couldn't do. Um, that was a consideration, because there is a, there is a um, airport in Cardiff. And then i was like hmm i'll call my dad he'll know what to do so i, I drove to, drove first thing in the morning at half past six from cardiff to peterborough which is like three and a half hours i then got an hour and a half train from peterborough to london i then got the eurostar to paris and then the metro to i don't really know how to say it, it's bologna Boulogne, which is like 40, i think it's about 45 minutes so All in all, I left at half six and I got, I think I got to my hotel at like half six, seven o'clock at night. Um, That's obviously with an hour, um, hour time difference. So yeah, so not great. Um, So then as I write, first things first, I'm going to go do a shakeout. Um, I was going to do half an hour um, and pick my number up on the way. So I'd done about a mile and a half, got to my, got to the place where my number was and they hadn't got me registered. So there was a bit of miscommunication basically. The guy I'd been speaking to, he sort of said, Yes, you can we can give you an entry, but then sort of done nothing more with it. And then not told me that I needed to do anything either. So I wasn't entered. So there's a bit of panic. He was like, Well, you can't race. I like, well, I'm definitely racing. All the things that happened, that is definitely one of them. Um, so he uh, spoke to his boss and then his boss called the race director. And he was like, Oh, I remember him from two years ago. So Oh, three years ago so he was like yeah that's fine we'll sort it out in the morning um and at that point i'd been there for bloody ages i was like i'm not doing half an hour i'll just do a little bit less anyway all in all i did this is including strides 3.7 miles 655s i think to be honest without the strides it was probably more like 640s now
0: your strava you said a bit of a language barrier and i'm yes. gonna give a, a big shout to jamie kerr who replied with yeah your English isn't the best. Good. Yeah. Big fan.
1: <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so that was a stressful day, to say the least. Um, but, I mean, I felt, I actually felt on that shakeout, I felt pretty good. And my strides felt pretty good. Did drills as well. Um, and then uh, then I went for some food. And coincidentally, I went to the same restaurant the race director was in. So he was sat at ne- the table next to me. I recognised him from before. And I spoke to him. He was like, oh, you've changed your hair. Um, That was the first thing he said to me. Um, So, yeah, so he sorted it out. Uh, So, yeah, so that was that. Then um, just chilled out for the rest of the evening. I got up like half six, had some breakfast. And then I went to pick my number up. Um, So, yeah, got that sorted. Then warm up. Um, I did just over three miles, so it's like six thirty. So first mile was like just inside seven, and then sort of couple of six twenties. And I felt like, okay. I didn't feel great. It didn't feel terrible. Uh, and then yeah, then that brings us to the race. So,
2: so just before you get onto the race, um, yeah. I'm intrigued with this warm up. So is that like a deliberate thing you do? You'll you'll do a mile easy, and then you'll you'll pick up. Or was it? I,
1: uh, I was just running really. I like the first miles always going to be slower generally because like the first probably 400 meters are pretty pretty slow Uh, and then I just probably just getting the same pace running. Uh, The one thing I did the last probably 400 meters I did try and run a little bit quicker and I'm just looking out. That was like six minute miling.
0: I've tried to warm up with Josh before and it's not a thing I enjoy doing, so I don't do it
1: yeah (laughs) i definitely feel personally i feel better if i run a little bit quicker to warm up um yeah yeah a lot of people
0: do i think a lot of people do but i don't i just can't do it
1: yeah yeah no no. i i i have to definitely start really slow and then sort of build and build and build
0: you say really slow you ran a 653
1: so it's not really slow the first (laughs) probably like 400 meters i was i was jogging but
0: yeah and that was 27 foot uphill as well anyway
1: yeah. um so, so yes
0: let's
1: let's to the race. Break. um so i kind of knew when i when to spoke to the race director there the there wasn't any africans so he said there's quite a few people wanting to run sort of 64 65 minutes and i kind of said to myself well i said to you guys as well i'm i'm kind of going to disregard times and i'm just going to try and race it um because if that's the case then 64 minutes might be a bit quick but I'd rather just sort of give it a go. And if I run quick, I run quick off it. And if I can't, can't run that, then at least I know sort of what shape I'm in. Um so we went out, yeah, pretty quick actually. So we kind of went through 3K. From memory it was like 858. Um, and we there's a big group, there's about 15 of us. Um, and I actually ended up sort of on the front unintentionally, about 2K. Um was someone someone had sort of pushed the pace on them, and then they kind of backed off. And I really hate it when some when it's sort of surgy. So I just kind of carried on the pace that I was running. And I ended up on the front pro- only for probably 800 metres or so. Um, and then we got, yeah, we got to 4K and there was a Ukrainian yeah.
0: guy. One sec. So this during this 800 metres, how many times did you oh, envisage I- yourself winning the race and running 62 minutes?
1: I was just hoping there were going to be some photos. <laughs> <laughs> I still, so we got to 4K and this guy's putting this monster surge and just blowing the group apart. It was really annoying. Um, and so three of them kind of got away. Uh, one of them dropped out in the end. One of them came, well, the guy who won was that group and the guy who came second, to be fair. So, um, and I couldn't quite go with the next group. So from 4K, I ended up actually on my own for the rest of the race, which is annoying, but I could. I wasn't a million miles away from the second group for... I think they went through 10k 10 seconds quicker than me. and I I did kind of get back to them once or twice before that, but I just couldn't quite go with them. Um, And to be fair, that fourth mile, I think, what did we run? 4.44. So I was sort of trying to get back, but it was just too quick. Um, And then I went through... Yes, we went through 5k in 1502. I think I went through 10k uh, 30-20. and at that point i was like fuck this is pretty quick um and i was kind of working out in my head I, I got to about sort of 7 8 miles i was like if i can just hold 505s i'll still break 5 minute miling. and i i was doing that based off the splits on my watch so mm-hmm. um but i don't think i well i think i if you if you base it off the watch splits then i actually just about did but i cuz i don't have an auto lap on there was some i think it was the 12th mile that's i mean it's pretty flat and i ran 508 and i was not moving great was there not any k markers or anything yeah there is but uh, like i don't really like unless it's 5k markers i don't really work it out of my head i can't really do it um so i i know 10k and that's where i knew where no matter what my watch said i was um but I should use the ones on the road because I went through 16k and it was like 10 miles so I was like well I've lost kind of 30 seconds based on the on the split so um yeah so I just carried on there was a guy who was catching me from probably 10 miles I thought he was going to catch me but I held him off by about 10 seconds I think um so yeah in the end I ran 50 uh, 65 50 I think it was 51 actually
0: 40 not slip there of the 50 um just quickly about the race. So when you go into that park, yes, um, it looks quite hilly. Is it noticeably hilly, those splits? It's,
1: yeah, it definitely is. That uh, It's the eighth mile. So I think the seventh mile is kind of up and then down. The eighth mile is just up. And then the first half of the ninth mile is up. And then you do go down. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed it probably more because I was tired. And I didn't really feel like I noticed any downhill, but I know when I did it last time where you do the same thing and I felt the downhill, I noticed it considerably the last
2: time I did it. So that was just more because I was not in a great way. I think as well, it, it looks like the, the very point where you maybe probably need it needed it to be a bit easier after you just sort of been broken and had that quick 10K split, you're then climbing quite a bit. <laughs> Yeah, three, three straight miles uphill or net uphill or two and a half. So then by time you're, you're heading on that 10th mile and it's significantly down. You you're just done. <laughs> yeah. That, and that's that's kind of how I felt
0: to be honest. You've I'm not sure. ran a bad mile in there anywhere. It's not like you've had any bad split. They're all pretty even, you know, yes, it's quicker than slower, but they're, it's not like you've blown or anything.
1: Yeah. I think, well, I look back at the splits when I was on the train on the way home. I think, yes i did slow don't get me wrong but i think it's just because the start was so fast relative that's kind of why in my head i was like oh i'm di- i'm disappointed like but actually when you think about it i would have if you'd have said to me i'm doing a 10k today and i ran or yesterday and i ran thirty i'd have taken that on it as a standalone so yeah, yeah. i slowed. But i'm actually pretty pleased with that but uh,
0: how long ago was your park run
1: uh i think seven weeks
0: so in seven weeks you've gone from a park run at five minute mile in or thereabouts to
1: a half marathon so yeah that's what you take if you look at those splits, yes off my watch i actually went through five miles in 2405 i probably have only done that faster than that once and that was when i ran my 10k pb so quite amusing in that sense um I was going to say one other thing. Uh, one thing I did, I thought, and this would be good for anyone racing, especially if you race in Valencia this weekend. When I was really not feeling great, I saw a quote from Steve Magnus in the week, and it was "It's something along the lines of, be prepared for it to hurt, because it's meant to. And at that point, when I was really sort of suffering, it's very easy to tire and be like, oh, it hurts. I'm kind of, not give up, but sort of less of the effort and actually it's what 15 minutes when i was the last three miles was really grim and i was like it's meant to hurt now so this is kind of what you train for kind of get on with it and that actually sort of mentally helps quite a lot steve muggins is my idol yeah he comes out with a lot of good stuff and we get a lot of
0: sensible stuff which usually i wouldn't think you'd relate to josh i ignore those yeah, um, remind <laughs> me of this when it comes to my week because I've got something to add to that. But anyway, um,
1: talk so yeah, through cooling down. I was going to say the best bit, cooling down. So I actually called Aaron on the cool down. I was not in a good way. This is how I knew I'd really pushed myself. And I think from what I just said, the last few miles when I was really sort of hurting and yeah, I, I just felt I hadn't had a great breakfast because I, I felt a little bit, I think I was just nervous and I felt a little bit sick. I managed just over a mile at nine tens, and it was awful. It really was. So yeah, that's my week. I was going to do two miles, I just couldn't bring myself to do it.
0: So what about, what about going up the Eiffel Tower though?
1: Oh, I, I, because I was on my own, I did so much sightseeing. I did forty-five thousand steps yesterday. I went to the Arc de Triomphe, um, the Louvre. Uh, what's the did big you go thing?
0: In, Did you go in the Louvre? Nah, I look boring. You just stood outside.
1: Yeah, I literally by, just
0: by the by the glass pyramid.
1: Yeah, I just took a picture there. Okay. Um, the is it the Notre Dame Cathedral? Yeah, 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 which I burnt down I... a bit. Yeah, then I went to the Eiffel Tower, and then I was debating, I was debating going up it because I'm quite scared of heights, and it was like twenty five euros. I was like, do I do I want to spend twenty five euros to just be scared? So I did it i got to the top honestly you, there's two floors i don't know if you've been you two yeah um the one inside i could tolerate i could just about get to the edge i walked up to the one where it's open and the first i like, don't get me wrong I, I was no i was not getting near the edge i was basically back against the wall sort of shimmying around and i got to one corner i was like oh, i'll try around the other side i as i've Sort of crested the corner. A gust of wind blew me, and I have never moved so fast in my life. I was straight back down them stairs.
0: It's windy, isn't out it, there? Do you know what? Ruins. I <clears throat> never had issues with heights until I've got a bit older. I went up the Burj Khalifa in Dubai, and it's like a, It's really hot, and it's like glass. I like lost all like ability. I lost just got dizzy and just
1: yeah. had to go straight down. Not a, not a fan. So yeah, I got the I got the uh the I got the picture
2: and went. Yeah. That's exactly... I I stood under the uh I stood under the Eiffel Tower and was like, no, no chance. No chance. And it looked busy, so I could see like queues of people walking up the stairs. I was like, no, no, no. no. I on the London Eye, I sit in the middle of the pod. I don't want to look out. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you walk up, Josh? Or get the lift?
1: Oh, I got the lift.
0: I was going to say, you just said how tired you were, then you've, like, gone up the Arc de Triomphe,
1: got up the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, I did a lot of walking. Um, and my, yeah, my legs were pretty sore today.
0: Paris is pretty good for that, though, isn't it? Everyone's quite close. So you can get around pretty easy.
1: Yeah, the funny thing was, actually, I actually was only going to go to the Eiffel Tower, and I got off the wrong tube stop, and I was like, right. I looked on my maps, and so I looked around. And I was actually in the middle of the Champs-Élysées, that's the only reason I went to the Arch so kind of uh accidentally but worked out quite well
0: yeah anyway you're gonna say 62 and a half mile a week I think yes. why
1: and a half miles so pretty short week but um I've been gifted with a day off today so first one in a while
0: good good Shane can you top
2: that um no you've got go up any hills in Lincolnshire <laughs> um I, I can't remember, if I'm honest. Just before I move on to my week, um, I'm looking at mine and Josh's comparison over the last four weeks on Strava. It's very interesting. I have averaged half a mile more than Josh per week. And it's taken me an hour to do that. Love that. Um, no, I can't top that. I did it, uh, No, no Hills and Lincolnshire this week.
0: However, you can start the week with a rapid run for Mr. Robinson.
2: Oh, well, listeners, brace yourself. Josh Lund, make sure you're sitting down. Monday, did 70 to 75 minute recovery. And I didn't reach 70 minutes, but I did reach 10 miles. Average 6.56. Yes.
1: That's
2: it. Uh, My week's done. I'm happy with that. Then wait for tomorrow, though, Josh. (laughs) Do what? I said wait for tomorrow, Josh. Uh so yeah, so, so I'm going for my week now, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, Tuesday. I just come completely blank then. So yeah, Monday uh did 10 miles, uh, just under at 6.55. It ran before lunch, managed to get a run in before the England game, and then uh, I was driving down to London. Um I managed to watch the first half, it was good. The second, the plan was to watch um sorry listen to the second half in the car uh ronnie had it on his phone um i couldn't really pay much attention because the weather was atrocious and the a1 was um unpleasant so you didn't stop at mine no didn't stop at yours probably you should have, have thrown a stone at my heart from the a1 anyway <laughs> so yeah I, I couldn't see anything more. i was just ready to act the plane into the side of a lorry um well <laughs> yes yeah, so we went down to london uh to uh uh, to a talk with uh, Nikki Key and Chrissy Wellington um, so that was pretty cool that was on hormones and performance that was awesome but it meant they'd have quite a late night and ate some shit food and um, and I was forced to eat a mushroom because Ron nicked my burger um, so don't like mushrooms what, so the option was a burger or, or a mushroom it was a mushroom burger Ron ordered a mushroom burger and it, but it was in like a Within a patty, and he he nicked mine, and it was minging. Okay, and um, why did Mushroom get invited to all the parties because he's a fun guy, yes? So, um, yeah, Tuesday, uh, set out to do a 10 mile, 10 mile easy run and some strides, and I managed 45 minutes. I felt awful, um, I, I like my stomach was just hurting, um, not like. Well, I needed a toilet. Just I felt pretty sick, pretty ill, pretty rough. So, I stopped at forty-five minutes. Uh, just under average seven forty-one, and it felt so hard. So, what lessons you learn? Don't run under seven-minute miles on a Monday. There you go. That's a lesson I learned. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe it was linked with uh, the shit food and the late night and stuff. Maybe not. I don't know. I did have halloumi fries at work, and they. I swear down, they cook a, a whole block of halloumi. Like, could have been that. What did the cheese say to himself in the mirror? <laughs> Fantastic. Can we do a joke a damn on Tuesday? Um, Josh doesn't know so, what the answer is.
1: I was going to say, I'm waiting for that.
2: I don't know. What's halloumi. Hello, me. Halloumi. Oh. Aaron's the king of cheese jokes. Yeah, good. Um, so this week, the, the plan really was actually to take out some intensity and have a bit of uh, sort of aerobic refresh. Um, so Wednesday, we have 40 minutes uh, sort of aerobic threshold or your, your first threshold, whatever you want to call it, plus five times 45 seconds faster. Um felt pretty good at the start of that tempo. I like actually really relaxed. Um and lasted about five minutes and then felt horrendous again. Um, we kind of got our pace judgment a bit off. Uh the plan was to do it on a, a loop which is usually half wind and a tiny bit undulating, not too much. Um, so yeah, I felt a bit shocking again. Um it might have been linked with again the same as yesterday. Um I did have a late lunch, but to be honest, I kind of always do anyway, it's not normally a factor. Uh, but yeah, it just felt a bit awful. Uh, my legs weren't too bad, but my body was was very laboured and it just felt hard. And we averaged 5.35 pace, um, even with some 5.40 miles in there. So in theory, a bit off aerobic tempo. And frustratingly at the moment, I, I quite like to monitor my heart rate on these type of runs. And either I was, something was seriously wrong or my heart rate monitor is still not working properly. Um, cause my heart rate was very, very high and I don't think that was accurate. So, so the, the other two uh, lads you're with Ronnie and Tom. Yeah. How'd,
0: that, how'd they feel on that session? Yeah, fine. Fine. So did any of you, did you all stick together?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think like, um, it, 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 None of us realised how slow he was actually running, I think, on the second and third mile. Um, so by then it was kind of like, well, wasn't really much point. And those two did start to pick the pace back up to sort of 5.30 and I was just like, there's no reason for me to slow down. Like it's, it's, it was comfortable in the sense of my legs running that pace, but I just felt awful doing it. And I was a bit like, there's no point just just um, letting them get get away. I got to the five times 45 seconds and actually my legs felt really good. Um, So my conclusion is I'm in fantastic 1500 meter shape. Um, So yeah. And I think uh, Ronnie and Tom didn't quite feel as good on the 45 seconds and it's normally opposite way around for me. I'm normally good on those tempos and a bit, a bit pants on the 45s afterwards. So um yeah, it is what it is, um, but it was work done and it's still a really valuable sort of stimulus that I needed anyway. Um So just rolled with it. Um, Thursday, did 72 minutes, 72 and a half minutes, 7.14 pace. And my notes, can't really remember anything about this run. So there you go, nothing to report. And same again on Friday. Um, I did 10 miles, average 7.17. Uh, Couldn't really remember. I'll, I'll sneak in before the England match. Oh no, I did hills. I did hills. I can't remember what they were. I think I did 10 by... Oh, okay. Hang on. Yeah. You can edit this out, Aaron. I think I did... Um, 5 I've not got it up, so I'm just going to guess. I think I did uh, five or six miles easy, then did 10 by 30 second hills, and then just sort of maybe a couple of miles easy at the end. I actually felt pretty good on those hills. Um so, yeah, once again, good on the speed work. Uh, Saturday did a dog jog off-road, 7.04, felt fine, uh, pretty good. So then Sunday, um, we had a session that I was trying to get you to join us in. And it was the last time you ran, we did this session. So we did, it, it's a long session. So we did four-mile warm-up, eight-mile wave tempo. <laughs> Are you listening, Josh? So, uh Within the wave tempo, we do one mile again at our sort of aerobic threshold, maybe a tiny bit quicker, one mile steady. So we did that for eight miles, and we jogged a mile, and then we did two by a mile at threshold. Um, so traditionally, quite a, a difficult session, that. Um, I, I, we did it last year, and I felt pretty good last year. I think that was your like, comeback session, wasn't it, Aaron? It was like the week or so before we ran the half marathon.
0: Yeah. And... All I can remember is the difference in temperature this year compared to last year. That session we did last year, I looked at it on Strava. It said felt like minus nine. And I remember it was because we started off, we had to dodge the
2: ice patches, didn't we? We did. And I warmed up in my Jurgen Klopp coat. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was quite warm. It was quite mild this week, actually. Um, So, yeah, um, again, I did not feel that brilliant, but um, I'm sort of down quite a bit of sleep this week uh but the tempo went fine we did 525 601 522 602 521 555 526 557 um so I felt fine but then when we did the easy mile um, uh, my legs were really tired actually so i knew i was in for a difficult last couple of miles did my threshold miles at five minutes and 456 but honestly they were brutal um I was getting to about half mile in, feeling fine, and then about a minute later, I was absolutely wiped out. Uh, that last mile was really tough, and I was just absolutely done at the end. Um, that so was was, um, was everyone together on those last reps? Again? Yeah, well, Ronnie must have felt a bit rough as well. So he he did his first threshold mile. He was probably down ten or fifteen seconds from us. And he's, he's, he just felt awful, so we stopped after that and just jogged. I was with Tom and Jordan, and uh, Tom was looking pretty strong throughout, to be honest. Uh, tempo Tom, controlling the tempo all the time. Uh, so he looked pretty good. And Jordan kicked on the last mile and battered us. But I think that's the first time since way before London that Jordan's actually felt pretty good on any run. So it was nice to see him back. Um, So, yeah, all in all, I was was really happy, actually, with with the results of the session. It was just hard doing it, um, to be honest. So I'm not too fussed. Um, The original plan was to do three-mile cool-down, but um, I just stopped when you other stopped when I got to the car because I I just couldn't be bothered to carry on, and I felt awful. Um, So I felt pretty rough all week, to be honest. Um, I think it's just, you know, increasing... I've had a lot of work to do this week. Um, A lot of things to do. I've got got coursework that I'm doing as well. Um, So I spent a lot of my week at my desk and my body doesn't like that. I didn't manage. I didn't even get a gym session in this week. Uh, So yeah, I didn't get a gym session in this week. Um, So hopefully I can be a little bit better this week. Um, But again, I've got, I'm going to have another week at the desk, so I'm not too fussed, but all in all, it's another solid week. I did, uh 78 minutes 17 miles sorry uh eight hours 53 um i do track my load ratios and interestingly my load ratio was um higher so even though i did less slightly less mileage my, my load score was higher than uh past couple of weeks so um, can you
1: explain that because most people well a lot of people won't know what that means and I don't myself <laughs>
2: So all all I do, it, it's not, again, it's not exactly extensive, um, but I just multiply my duration of running times by my intensity, which is a score out of 10. So it's a bit like what training peaks will use, but they'll just use your heart rate data and stuff, whereas this is a bit more subjective. Um, so, for example, recovery runs are normally like twos or threes out of 10. If a recovery run is like a 5 out of 10, I'm either not scoring it accurately or I've run far too hard. Um, So, yeah, it's just another parameter. I think it's just a bit – it just tells you a bit more of a story than just looking at miles or duration um, or kilometres, however you, you track this stuff. So it just tells me a little bit more. So just from what I've put in, it just tells me that what I've done, volume was down, so intensity is a bit higher. Um which, and I'll be honest, um, that has come from me scoring Sunday quite high. And I scored Sunday quite high because I felt shocking. Um, so it doesn't necessarily mean it's a completely accurate way, but it, it tells me a story. And that's the point of my training diary is to tell me a story. Um, because now that that load put that load score correlates with how I felt essentially, which is all all I'm trying to do.
0: There you go. What did you end up that, with, Shane, uh,
2: for the week? 78 miles. Consistent. Um, so, yeah, still not bad enough. I've still put my, my Strava line looks pretty level, which is pretty good for me. So, um, what, well, we're now two weeks from Telford. When is it? It's next weekend, isn't it?
1: No, nah, oh, I hope not. It's two, two weeks. weeks
2: yes. Two weeks yesterday. Today's Monday. Yeah. So, it is. I'll say I feel this week but um I think the I'm not really gonna make any more adaptation excuse me any more adaptation from now to Telford so I'll roll with the training I'll do the sessions sessions that are planned and just see how we go but I'll you know might take a couple of days off if I need to.
1: Okay big question then head to
2: head who's having it well I'll be honest before this week I was like I'm gonna batter you. Um now I'm not sure <laughs> I think I think I am I think I'm in PB shape. My PB is 3014 and it's from Telford. I think I am in the region of 2950 to 3010. Um, my, my my only fear for Shane is his enigmatic
0: uh, relationship with racers, in that he could get a stitch and it could be done by 5k.
2: I I could run Anywhere from twenty nine ten to thirty six ten. Yeah. That is where Josh, crazy.
0: I think you will run within twenty nine thirty to thirty fifteen. It's just gonna happen, whatever. Anyway, let me run through my week before we bore the listeners anymore with guessing games. Um quick start to the week because Monday didn't go so well. I also watched the England game in the office. Um, got home for it started to rain. It's windy. I'm jumping on the treadmill and just going to get an hour done. Jumped on the treadmill to watch the World Cup. I was watching Senegal, Holland, and first of all, my headphones went. So it's fine. I just stuck a speaker on my Mac and could hear it over the treadmill, so that was all good. So that was about two miles in then about 5 about 3 miles in my laptop died and wouldn't charge so I had no headphones had no laptop and the wind had blown the garage door so I was basically looking at a white garage door i carried on for another k and was like no i just actually i faffed around with my laptop for about 5 minutes and then tried to run again and was like no so monday i did Let's call it four miles on the treadmill. Um, maybe a bit short. So that was a bit of a disaster. Tuesday, I felt really like t- I think like you, Shane. I just felt a bit off. Some of this week, so Tuesday I felt tired, so I thought, well, I'll just have the day off, and then I went to Wednesday. So Wednesday, because I'd had such a poor start to the week, I thought I'm going to need some miles in the bank here so I went from deciding to copy Josh's session of doing 8 by K on off to feeling quite good at 16k and carrying on to 20k so I did 10 by K on off averaged 310 340 on the treadmill which is a big I think I did it six weeks ago or something like that and it's a big improvement from there so I felt pretty controlled did three mile warm-up two-mile cool down. Um, saw the Germans get turned over by Japan, so that was good. Kept me interested. That is the beauty of treadmill running this week. Just watch the football. Just switch off. Um So, the only problem about this Wednesday is I finished that session at 20 past two. I had to leave the house at 4.30 to go jog to get the car from jenny's mum so i had to do i did another three miles so i did 20 miles in the space of a couple of hours so that was wednesday um 7 30 pace on the jog but i think the first mile the signal had gone because or maybe i just felt that horrific but anyway um thursday i still had not got outside by thursday i was still on the treadmill watching football but managed to get 70 minutes done on this. I had to go in the house for about four times for a wee because I'd had too much coffee. Um, and you're old.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's because most of this week I've been doing an induction and I haven't been able to run at lunchtime or in the day. So I don't like, I don't fancy running in the dark anymore, man. So that's why I went to Treadmill. Friday, I did get outside at lunchtime. Ramath Ruth, we did eight and a half miles at seven twenty-eight. Saturday, this oh so I was doing the five K time trial, that's why I took it easy on Friday. And yeah. So Saturday morning, woke up. These days I don't really have much time to prepare for these runs. So I actually did a bit of mobility and things. So felt okay. So we ran out to the start of the five. So we did a time trial because A, I couldn't make nine o'clock for Park Run to start. It was just going to be too much of a rush. B, it's windy at Park Run. There wouldn't have been any... It would just be me and Ben running together anyway. So why don't we find something that's going to be reflective of our... um, of where we're at. So we chose a flat. A dead flat. There's no hill in it whatsoever. It's just in the fens. Um... So we jogged out to start there. It was pretty wet. Um, and I, in my head, I thought Ben's going to be quicker than me here. So I thought we could alternate a K each or a few minutes each on the front. So Ben took it out for the first 800. Went out pretty hard. I think we got the first like 200 in 35, 36, but then he slowed back. Um, so we went through 800 in about... 231 and i wanted five minute miling at least so i i took it on from there so we went through 30 from memory i think it was 306 then i took it on as i us say about 800 in and i ran a 303 second k um and then we turned into a bit of crosswinds and it's if anything it's slightly up um, and by this point, Ben had dropped off a little bit, so I was pretty much solo from here. And I think the third and fourth k were probably the slowest, and maybe picked it back up the fifth k. But fifteen thirty-five, so pretty much spot on five minute mile in. Um Pretty consistent effort wise. Do you know what i I expected it to? I expected my legs to hurt more. I was quite comfortable aerobically I just I don't know just couldn't fit I I struggled to I think because I wasn't in a race situation one didn't have any to chase I struggled to maybe get that extra 10 15 seconds that potentially could have been there but but yeah happy with that um Ben was about 10 seconds behind in the end so pretty solid for him from him but when you were talking about it earlier I had the conversation with Ben afterwards I think it's sometimes all in your head when you haven't run those times so for him 15.35 has been like his third fastest bike ever mm. but he's in shape to do it
1: but, but the but thing is he, this is why I wasn't bothered by like a time essentially this weekend just race yeah. it don't look at the
0: one. Yeah. yeah no but what I'm saying is we've us three I we've well me and you Josh have run 15.35 in marathon sessions, sometimes as a 5k block. So when I'm seeing, I'm knowing that I'm running 5 minute miling, even if I'm, if that's exceeding where I'm at, I know my body can do it, so I can sort of get it out of myself. And I think that happened at Mallory Park as well the other year when I came back and did that 10k. I probably wasn't in 30/30 30, yeah. 30 shape or whatever, but because I knew I could do it, you can your body can sometimes repeat it. Whereas I think Ben potentially sort of bottled it in his head a bit. But yeah, we did, um, so 15.35, jogged for five minutes, then did 10 by a minute off a minute, all around about, I think about 4.50-ish pace. So a little bit quicker, actually. The plan was to run at the same sort of pace. But they were pretty good. Ben was actually quicker than me on those. We alternated them, but he was definitely the stronger Um we did one uphill, which somehow managed to destroy me. Um, so decent morning. Just, did just going back miles. to what, time,
1: what, what time did I say last week you'd run?
0: I think you said that, didn't you? I did. Um, and that's what I had in my head. I had about fifteen thirty down. I thought I can run five minute miling and pick it up a little bit, but I couldn't pick it up a little bit. Um.
2: So so with this 5k then. So what what was your I know you said you were going to do it last week but what was your purpose of doing this? Like what's why did you you, you know you're much better running in sort of 15:35. You know mm-hmm. that's where you are now. So what was the point of you wanting to clarify you're in 15:30 shape now rather than say waiting in for another 4 or 5 weeks.
0: I I wanted a hard effort and I don't think I can do that in session well I don't tend to push overly hard in sessions and because I've been doing a lot on the treadmill I wanted to make sure that I could do it outside in real life um because it's all well and good I actually find it okay on the treadmill I think because the it's going underneath you even if you're I actually was work I work harder aerobically on the treadmill than I did in that 5K like breathing-wise, sometimes towards the end of that 10K effort I did the other week, I was blowing. But because it's being pulled underneath you, you can just keep turning my legs over, whereas you can't do that outside. Your legs sometimes go. So, yeah, I just wanted to see. And I said to Josh afterwards, I haven't raced under half marathon since March, like, March of the this year so and that was a, a local seven miler where I couldn't really put in the effort going back from that it's almost Mallory Park a, a year and a half ago where I did a an all out effort so I thought it was about time that I put myself in a
2: mm.
0: in a time trial situation so yeah I wanted to see where I was at properly um, and even though I've just said I felt okay during the the five k, and I did because the session felt absolutely fine too. Afterwards, I'm destroyed. <laughs> my body. I need to do some gym work. I need to do some more hard efforts because, I, I spent so Saturday afternoon we went and tagged our Christmas tree. I could barely walk around there. Um, just like my abs are sore, my pecs are sore. All my rotators are sore. Um, <laughs> S- Sunday morning, Shane what, so Shame Saturday said, do you all want to run Sunday with them boys? I was like, no chance. <laughs> I woke up Sunday morning and in my head, I was like, Ben, we're going to run two hours, two, two hours 15 easy. That went down to an hour 45 and that went down to an hour and a half. So I did 12 and a half miles at 702s and was broken Uh, (laughs) i was broken all of sunday walked around christmas markets but yeah um it's yeah it's got it's hit me hard so and i wonder sometimes if it's i haven't done any mobility or stretching in a long long time like of any note
2: i I going to ask
0: you about this i did it on the saturday morning and i wonder if i'm sore because of that (laughs) Well,
2: I was I was going to ask you about this. You you traditionally used to do quite a lot of that, didn't you?
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. So is it it? Yeah, it, it could be from that, or it could also be the fact that you know you're you're because you've been busier and ill, <laughs> you've just prioritised running straight up. Yeah. Um. So you know, not having that extra stimulus. Of, I mean, just for the record, I I do no stretching. Um. My mobility work comes as gym routines and strides, basically. Um, but I do notice a difference when I don't go to the gym, even if it's just one gym a week, um, just feels so much worse. And sometimes that can be it, just your body. And again, you, all your hard running has been on a treadmill. Mm. So you've got all this extra perturbations or whatever going on, all these different forces going for your body. Yeah. So anyway.
0: In the end it actually was an easier week in terms of volume, so I ended up only doing sixty-seven miles, but um I couldn't do any more if I tried after that after that effort. So yeah, pretty pleased where that was at. Um I've got I think best part of four weeks to E D ten K on New Year's Eve, I think maybe five weeks. So plenty of time to to get into sub thirty one shape. If I'm just going to follow Josh's progression, then it should be well below thirty-one by Ely. Um, right, that lasted a lot longer than I envisaged. So, shall we?
1: There's your six, we'll, There's your sixty minutes, everyone.
0: <laughs> we'll go. Well, yeah, we'll go to straight to that listener question instead of Shane's list. Shane's session of the week, which we'll save for another week.
1: I first.
0: Yeah, you do the leaderboard. Yeah, lead by I find this question.
1: Yeah, so first place running theme again, it's Jasper the Flash, 121.7 miles. He's dropped a little marathon in there as well. Um, and then for the women, uh, I had to scroll down a little bit for this one. So the lead woman was Annie Birch with 76.6. So there you yeah. go. Got quite a few people who look like they're easing down now for, um, for Valencia this weekend.
0: I think Annie's building up. She did London. So doubt she's doing Valencia. Um, Question coming from Chris Thomas. There was also another question similar to this, but me and Josh are arguing about whether it came into one of us. So we'll find that another week. He said, Chris Thomas says, can I ask a shoe related question? Looking for some advice. I have a treadmill um, bought during lockdown as I'm a teacher. So it's being made to isolate for weeks. At time, if one child in class tested positive, it's all right, Chris. Don't don't need to make excuses to me. And I like running on it, good man. Um, but it is bouncier than the road. In terms of what to wear on my feet, I own four pairs of running shoes: Nike Structure Twos, Adizero Zero RC Flats, Nike Invincible Twos, and Hocker Clifton Edges. I wear them for different things, but can't decide on the treadmill shoe. What is your advice? Go for more foam, Invincible, or less bounce, the flats um i'll answer it in relation to the treadmill i always wear my invincibles and i just prefer it being softer even though it is already soft on the treadmill um however when i did the on off this week for a faster session for the first time in a long while i wore my vapor flies instead of my off flies and they're definitely quicker on the treadmill being a bit firmer um I actually so I forgot to say I did my five K time trial in the Alpha Flies. They're not a five K shoe. I, as soon as you try and run fast, like top end fast in them, yeah, then it's okay. not the same as the vape fly for me. Um anyway, you two boys can't comment on treadmill, but I suppose you can comment on um your opinion on softer or firmer shoes outdoors.
1: Well it's really where Invincibles if I'm doing my slowest runs. um, Anything like faster than that I wear Pegasus generally.
0: I heard Stu McSween talk this week and he says he wears Invincibles for everything.
2: Yeah, I I think um, yeah I'm I'm sort of with Josh but if I was on a treadmill I probably wouldn't wear. Invincibles are very soft aren't they? Um, So I don't know I personally wouldn't do that i think if if you're going to do a lot of running on a treadmill just wear them all <laughs> if you're doing a short run even maybe wear your flats do you and not, it's just an easy run do you not fight what well, i
0: definitely find maybe it's my running style but if i wear a harder firmer shoe on the treadmill i'm a lot more slappy and it tends to then hurt my like perineals is that your shit edgy shins
2: on the yeah. outside.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: outside of your leg. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah weird. Yeah. Or no, it could be Tiban. Yeah. If you're slapping your foot, you'd your, your less anterior, sometimes those muscles controlling your ankle aren't going to uh, work as efficiently. It, it's, it is subjective. I think in general, if you can find out which ones are best, then do that. But if you're doing a lot of running on the treadmill, especially if you're doing an easy run and you're not changing the pace, you've got however long you're going for, like someone like us might be doing ten miles, not touching the speed. Your terrain isn't changing; it's it's absolutely identical stimulus every single time. So, changing your trainers per run, you know, not during your run, obviously, but changing your trainers each run. If you're doing more on the treadmill, can I think can just provide that slight different stimulus for your body? Um, because you don't have the same differences going on outside. Basically. But um I'd say throw your treadmill in the bin.
1: Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big treadmill fan. You wait, you wait till
0: you have kids. I mean, tonight I, uh, is my prime example. If I want to run tonight, or I have to use a treadmill. Um <laughs> big night sale this week. How many shoes did we buy, Josh? <laughs> I
1: thought so I've got Three pairs of Pegasus, two pairs of Next Percent 2s, and two pairs of Invincibles. And then I got some t-shirts as well. Solid.
0: I bought two pairs of Pegs, Invincibles, Alphas, Vaporflies, two pairs of Kid Shoes, and Eliza got three excellent trackies.
1: Yeah, they are good. I was a fan of the Eliza's track suits.
2: Yeah. Um, Shane's boy's dog some stuff he's just made me jump he was sat outside my room barking I shut him out <clears throat> um, I, I bought, bought some stuff what did you get um, can I include my vapour flies that I bought on day one or last of a week <laughs> I got some more vapour flies um, and I got some pegs running them tonight don't normally wear pegs but you fifty about- quid.
1: I really like them. Mm,
2: I, I quite like them. I think. I, I think there's been a couple of the previous versions weren't great, but yeah, no, I quite liked them. And I bought myself some tops, work uniform.
0: Yeah, forty. say forty nine pounds for a pair of pegs. You can't really go wrong. So, stock yeah, up. It's the gym. Um, right, let's go to some news. My first bit of news this week comes in from Japan, where there was a crazy 10k going on um, yeah here we go first 24 finishes were under 28 minutes so pretty speedy and I think it was um, a couple of Kenyans were the, the lead too weren't they? Emmanuel Kiplingat, I think won in 27.07 and 27.10 for Benson Kiplingat and Samuel Masai was 2710 so world
1: record on the road sorry it's a world record on the road can't be much it's faster not,
0: this isn't the road this is track isn't it
1: oh in this oh
0: in, in japan
1: that surprises me still i would have thought they'd have had track in the summer that it's that bombing
0: 20... yeah
1: yeah that's ridiculous
0: yeah I, I also think how congested that would have been.
2: That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. surely everyone is in lane three. Anyway,
0: that was my main bit of world news for the week. Other than that, it's closer to home. So we'll go to Sefton Park, Liverpool for the GB European cross-country trials. GB in Northern Ireland, I should say. Um so any of you boys watch it josh were you watching it pre-race
1: i was trying to watch on the train but i've run out of data and the wi-fi on the Eurostar wasn't great so it was a bit broken but i did see most of it
0: shane did you catch any no i caught i caught the men so i'll start with the women's um so jess judd retained her title um another dominant win but she held off Megan Keith and Lincoln's Abby Donley, who are top three. Um, I think four go automatic. So Amy Eloise Markovic was fourth. Jess Gibson was fifth, and Grace Carson sixth. Um, Grace I think Carson the women's under twenty three. Okay, there you go. Knowledge, not for me. But anyway, I think the first four were auto, and then it's some. Yeah, so it's first so in the, it's first ball also then you got two um, discretionary, but I think generally in the seniors, unless someone's had a really outstanding performance at NCAA, will just take the top six unless there's the odds, like Charlotte Arthur got picked the other year even though she was injured. Yeah, it, it, there's always, there always used to be a couple of spots for if somebody big wanted to run, but I don't think we've got anyone like that who's not doing them anymore. Um, the men's it was quite muddy, actually, by the time of the men's. It did churn up a bit because it's been quite wet of late, as we've moaned about every week for the last couple of months. Emil Keres continued his, his streak and, and ran clear of the field on the last lap. Um, he finished about 11 seconds clear of Hugo Milner, who, who ran very well for a second place. Um, he held off Mark Scott for third. And then Jack Rowe came in fourth. What struck me most, and I've done Liverpool before, but when you watch it on the stream, because for people who don't know about this race, they mix it in with a league match. So you had hundreds of people, probably close to 500, I'd guess, of all abilities. So you've got Emil running 29-whatever-low, there would be people running an hour plus for it. And they are lapping lots and lots. And it's not just because it's, it's not overly wide, is it? So they're going in and out of people on that last lap. And when you're trying to race somebody, it yeah. then becomes very difficult. If you can get a gap, it becomes very difficult to chase them down because you can't see where they are. But I'm not entirely convinced that it's the right, thing for our european trials to be on a course where you're lapping so many people it just for me it's open to there's going to be an issue one year
2: yeah i i I don't know if it's one of these things where it's it's just a logistical thing or it's one of these annoying things that seniors tend senior people in our sport tend to be like oh well it's what we've always done it's part of, of cross racing, and well, it's not, it's bollocks. Because yeah, you've got a, you've got a, an actual race. It's, I mean, I know it's not. It's almost like a bit of a national champs, isn't it? The standard it pulls out. But you've got people racing to make Great Britain teams, and especially once it gets muddy, because you're not just you're not just fighting for, uh, you're not just running dodging people. Everybody's fighting for the best place in the mud. Mm. And it's not as easy to get out of the way, so I don't know. I, I do think they. I. I just think as well in the age where we're able to watch this stuff more and um, on the streams and yeah. things, and it's becoming popular. Just split the it races. Made, up. It made it a terrible watch because I did. I turned it on
0: on that last lap, and I had no idea what was going on. I mean, I just I just saw a meal. I actually didn't spot um, Hugo first and second, and then thought, then I saw Mark Scott and I was like, what well, is he second? What's going on? But um yeah, it's also hard for those back markers because they're as you say, they're racing each other and they're running their lines. And these lads are coming up so quick behind them, they don't know which way to go. <laughs> and it's yeah, must be pretty anyway, back to the racing. Um I think that was yeah, that's it on the on the long course there was also a short course race because they have the relays at european trials so two men two women um was it a mile 1500 meter race um for the women so Revé walcott nolan took the win um hearts kahisa malanga is that how you say her name is it Carsia or is it Kate? Oh, it must be Carsia? Um, do you know anything about her? It's the name I don't recognize. No, I'm not so familiar. I know she runs for Hoka, but okay, she's Hearts Phoenix. Um, it's her first GB in Northern Ireland Best. Um, and then on the men's side, best man from Cardiff that we know, James Hennigan, took the win in 431 from Callum Elson, who's we spoke about it a few times on this show, he's shown some signs of becoming a, a top athlete this summer and he gets his first senior GB vet, or any GB vest because he was a footballer about three years ago. Um, and he just picked Charlie Grice for that second spot. So yes, yeah, some fast running on that Liverpool course. I don't know where the mile or the 1500 meter loop goes, I know they finish in the same place, but that must be a hard, hard race to run, 1500 meters on the mud. Yeah, I don't know if you, you saw any of the men's race. Hennigan just took it out literally from the start and gapped everyone. That's how we won. There you go. No, I didn't see it at all. Um, elsewhere, let's go to the roads. Wilmslow 10K. Um, was where the best of the action was this weekend. I think Phil Sessman took the win on the men's side, 29 21. Uh, Graham Rush, second, 29 30. Charlie Holson returned with a solid 29 40. And on the women's, Anna Bracegirdle, thirty three oh 08, took the win. Carla Davies was second, and Sarah DeFord Jackson, third. Um, other than that, was there some other race in Paris? No. I don't know. I can't can't think there was anything of note. Fast running didn't seem to think there was anything else of note, so we'll um skip over what happened in Paris to our fastest British half marathon runner of the weekend. Um right, that's about it, boys. Anything big happening in your lives next week,
1: Josh? Um no, not really. I've got, yeah, one more week of training and then, well, like proper training and then Telford the week after. But other than that, back to work. What's happening tomorrow?
0: Where are you watching the big Wales-England battle? Um, Where am I going to watch it? I'm off work again tomorrow and then I'm back on Wednesday. But Now you're running for the Valley boys. Why do you <laughs> go? Go into the Valleys. Where... Them pub in a random village, stroll in with bleached blonde hair and your England top on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that will go down well. Um, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going to watch it, actually. I might just put... Uh, the the most likely place I'll watch it is at home.
2: There you go. Shane? Yeah, probably just watch it at home. I have a lot of coursework to this week, so tomorrow I'm planning on having a big day so if it's not a productive one I might have to have the England game on my phone it's a sad oh, state it's at seven o'clock so you've got plenty of time
0: Um. also next weekend or well, this weekend it is Valencia Yeah, there's plenty of Brits doing it Um, we should probably try and get a start list of, of Brits running I know Doug Musson um, the New Balance guy. What's he called?
1: Uh, Ross Milling. Uh, not Ross. Uh, Adam Craig.
0: Adam Craig's running. Um, and then our very own Carl Wellborn. No,
2: what's Carl gonna run, boys? You know, I feel like I'm not informed because I've not listened to last week's show yet. Um, so without that information going to his taper, I have no idea. Do you know what? I don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> That's out of order, actually. Bang, bang out of order. I, I, I think Carl. He's, 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 he's had quite an erratic build up, hasn't he? Um yeah. So he's either going to go and run something like two nineteen high, two twenty low, or he's going, he's going to run like two twenty nine, isn't he? <laughs> I, I'm not going to gift him with a fast time purely
1: on the on the speed he does his easy runs. So he's going to run two twenty seven. <laughs>
0: yeah it's I think it's going to be a tough one for him he's he's sort of got through his build up but yeah he's he's trying to take what he can from it and he's going to go for that sub 220 no matter what but he says he's okay with not achieving it he doesn't have BC goals he just has one goal doesn't achieve it it's fine so
2: that's a good yeah. good, good way to look at it isn't
0: it yeah exactly I thought it was quite a healthy way to look at it so Hopefully, he does achieve it, but I think it's going to be quite quite a tough one, but he'll get stuck in. Um. So, I'll hopefully be watching that on the stream. I can't believe you don't listen to podcasts, Josh. I listen to our show about five, six times a week. <laughs> Do you not listen to it? <laughs> I Honestly,
1: I, I used to listen to podcasts like... Well, I say it all the time, and certainly not all the time, maybe once a week. I just get bored. I... I, I'm not really listening, so that's why I just listen to music. But I think that's why the other day I could li- I could run without anything because I'm not really listening to it anyway. So
0: it's because you're working so hard, you can't
1: focus on it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Slow down, you can take it all in. Um, yeah, other than that, I'm going to collect my Christmas tree on Friday. So get into the Christmas. It's less than four weeks Christmas, boys.
1: You know what? It doesn't seem that
2: long ago that I remember you saying that last year. I know. Are you going to put a star or an angel on the top? And we've got a star.
0: One star for how many times England have won the World Cup?
2: Well, that was the rating of this show.
0: So, if they win the World Cup, going to have to find two stars to put on top, aren't we? Like That's bad, <laughs> Um, yeah hopefully watching more football on on Saturday apparently when we did the the episode with Carl um, I thought England were playing on if they got through playing on Saturday but loads of people have told me it's Sunday so who knows with that one Um, I think it's Sunday I don't know I just hope they get through If it's anything like the USA game in the week, though, I'm not going to watch any more football. That was the most boring two hours of my life. Right, boys. We'll catch you again next week. See you later. later.